Hello, listen, every now and then we go through things that causes us pain. Did you know that sometimes pain can be good for you? Hello, I am Anne Marie, host of About This Life. I want to talk about my guest today. His name is Dr. Sean McClenny. And I met Dr. McClenny two years ago. I had a meniscus tear on my knee, on my right knee, and I came in for treatment, physical therapy. He healed me up. I was good to go. That was 2020. I came in 2021 (laughs) because I had a bike accident. I cycle and I fell off my bike. It was a fall off the tip of the curb. And I was busted up. So I said, Doc, you have to help me. Then there was 2022. <laughs> I, it wasn't my fault this time. I was walking and instead of the cyclist moving, passing me on the left, the cyclist came around on the right where I had moved to and literally knocked me down on the sidewalk. All I can say is I walked into Doc's office on crutches. <laughs> he was like, what did you do? And here we are in 2023, and I am actually back with Dr. McClenny. <laughs> Surgery number two, same knee. This is pain, people. <laughs> so Dr. McClenny, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us, you know, do- doctor of what? <laughs> right. So, um, doctor of chiropractic. I also hold a um, physical therapy license as well in the state of Maryland. Um, a little bit about me. Uh, under undergrad with University of Maryland College Park. Uh, graduated with a neurobiology physiology degree. Um, went on to to chiropractic school and graduated there and came out and opened my my first office was in Northern Virginia in 2004. And then I just been uh, then I opened up one in Crofton in 2005. And I've been doing that ever, ever since. Back up a minute. <laughs> you said neuro. Neurobiology, physiology. Yes. What does that mean? Neurobiology. Right. So it's just the study of the nervous nervous system, which obviously the, the actual central point of that would be the brain and all of the function of the brain, how it how it incorporates in your daily life, um, you know, and just from uh, specific things with the anatomy of the brain on to the thoughts and um, and the different triggers that are always centered inside the brain. That's something I didn't know about you. So I learned <laughs> something new today. So you understand. <laughs> you understand more than I, th- I thought you understood. Okay, so you understand... All the physiology, the way that the body functions is what I hear you're saying? Yes. And you understand all those fancy terms like neuropathways. Yes, <laughs> yes. And hormonal influence. Okay, I loved up. <laughs> Maybe, and I, I, I kid you because I say I'm paying for your child's college education right. <laughs> because I keep coming back over and over again. So one of my triggers, I, I remember coming in I came in on one day, but we've been in therapy. You know, I have to take therapy three times a week. And I came in and I was in tears. What triggered me 
was I've always been slower physically than my peers as a child. And then I remembered all of the memories of being the last one picked for the relay races, the last one picked for the team in gym, and often being teased. Dr. McKinney, can you share with us a little bit about the relationship between our thoughts and the memories we hold and our own healing? Right, yeah. So if you've had um, previous uh, trauma, which could be mental trauma, physical trauma, um, there is a part of your brain that actually holds on to that subconsciously. And you might not realize why you're not doing certain 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 things or you feel that certain things are taking a little bit longer or you are more worried about certain certain things. But if you kind of just take a step a step back and you start to think, all right, well, you know what, where has this played out somewhere else? And once you start to sit back and you start to think, you're like, oh, well, you know what? I have this fear of not getting well because of XYZ. So maybe in your in your case, you were sitting here and you're like, wow, you know what? My knee still isn't bending the way that I think it should. Um, it's causing a lot more pain. It's been an aggravating thing that's been going on over and over and over again. And then a lot of those subconscious feelings of like, wow, am I going to be the last to heal? Am I ever going to heal? Am I going to heal and still not have full function of my of my knee? Well, all those things are limiting factors of your therapy. So I like to come in and and I'm a very, you know, joking guy. I kind of try to break the ice instantly, right? So I don't want to be that stiff doctor that comes in with the white coat and you guys are just calling me Dr. McClenny. A lot of people call me just Sean, which is my first my first name or or Dr. Sean. I like to get into the in into letting you guys just just open up and just be normal and just try to act in whatever way that you want because that allows your body just to heal. You don't have those limiting factors. But if you're constantly thinking, all right, is this doctor judging me? Is he laughing at me? Am I am I ever gonna heal? Is he saying, Wow, you know what, this 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 person might be a lost a lost cause or oh, I don't wanna come in there and room with this guy because he's gonna ask me a bunch of questions and he's never gonna get well. All these things that you guys might be thinking about when you come in my office, I want you to think about it. Hey, like what's 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 going on in a day? Let's talk about anything besides your injury because then it allows your body just to open up and then we can actually get in there and and actually deal with the actual current like the current issue. Uh there is something called um psychosomatic, right? So it's basically um how your actual thoughts could derive how your actual muscles fire, right? So if you're really stressed out, obviously everyone has already felt this at some point in their life, they're really anxious, they're really, really stressed out. Then they take a really deep, deep breath, and then they realize, wow, my shoulders were like stuck up in my ears. <laughs> and then you just take that deep breath and you just relax all the way. Well, it's your body feeding in on those actual brain um, pathways that are causing your muscles to really, really fire. So I like to tell people, believe to achieve, right? Like 
Whatever you believe is what you will definitely physically like achieve in life. If you think that you can't do it, you won't ever, ever be able to do it, right? So getting over that fear, coming back from an injury is huge, you know? Um, and then even once you come back from the injury, um, putting yourself back in that, in that position that where you first got injured, that's also the next step. That's the next hurdle, right? So, um, and, and that's just how the body works, really. So all this time that we've been laughing and joking around, <laughs> and I swear everybody in the office laughs and, and just has have a sweet disposition, I remember one of the sessions that I had with you, and I came in, you wanted me to work out. I stepped up on a stool, and I was like, have mercy, Jesus. <laughs> this really hurts. And it took me at least a minute before I even stepped up on the stool. The reason was I was afraid because once I put my leg up on top of the stool and I realized how steep it was that I would have to hoist myself up, fear just gripped me. How did you get me beyond that fear? There are some things you said to me. Do you, I don't know if you remember. Um, yeah, I'm not, I don't remember exactly what I said, but it's just, you know, it's, it's like, I, I, I definitely realize that the only limits that people have on themselves are the ones that they put up, that they put on themselves. Right. So, um, if you can just kind of break through that aspect, um, and, and just, you know, just try to get someone to think about something completely different and, you know, we're just playing around and, um, but at the same time, still working towards the process of doing what we really want to do. It's kind of like, instead of just going through it and going through someone's fear and going through someone's inhibitions on something, just, you know, just kind of walk around it, slowly walking around it before they close in. And um, and then next thing you know, you're in, you're in, inside the person's mind and their heart and then they just do it and they don't realize that they actually are doing it. And then once they do it, it shocks them and then and then it's just then that's the next hurdle. Like, all right, well, yes, yeah, see, you just did it the first time. Let's just keep on. And um, and I think that's the biggest thing is just, you know, being a good physical therapist, Cairo, you have to really get into the person's mind and actually understand where are they coming from? Why are they not healing fast? Or why are they in your office in the first place? Um, how much of it is a psychological issue? Maybe it's just problems, you know, like we also treat a lot of lower, like lower, uh, lower back pain, neck, neck pain, um, spinal issues. And that's really more of a, either a repetitive stress or it is just flat out stress. People just clinch up and then you have to understand, all right, well, I could keep on treating over and over and over again, but if I'm not finding out, all right, well, what are her triggers or why is, why she keep coming in tight? Um, and then some of it could just be, hey, you know what? I really hate my job. I'm having problems at home. Well, if you just, you know, not that we're are like that we're not having therapy sessions here, but while we are treating, you know, we just, you know, just ask you how is your how is your day going and you would be shocked at how people just open up. They're just waiting for someone just to ask them that and they and they feel in a in a very comfortable environment and then you just open up and then we just start talking about everything. And um and then their body just relaxes and then they and then they can finally just allow the treatment to really work. And um but there's nothing that any doctor could do that you are that your body will will accept unless you're willing to accept it and then it has to be something that you just kind of just relax and just open up 
and um, and I think that's what I think that's what separates really good pra- uh, practitioners versus guys that have great great skills, but they don't get the the actual desired result. It's just how they how they um, how they're engaging with the actual patients. So you said so much, and you mentioned just now willing to accept, but I want to come back to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Before that, because my childhood is not my only trigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, this is therapy. Okay, I'm I'm working out my issues because you, you're getting ready to, to give me treatment after, after we're finished. So let me get it all out. <laughs> my other trigger is just that as an adult, I have designed my life in a way that I am very active. I, I hand dance. Uh, and for those of you who don't know what that is, think of Detroit ballroom or uh, Chicago step in. Uh, hand dance is life. It's fun. I cycle oftentimes. I like to walk. Shout out to Girl Trek, an organization that I walk with. What this injury, it's not an injury this time. It is, I had a total knee replacement. It squashed all of that. So I'm in a season where I cannot do the things that I love. So you've talked about it already um, much in terms of letting go as, as a patient, as a client. Talk to it in terms of about it in terms of expectations because I thought I was going to have this surgery. I was going to go through six weeks of of therapy. (laughs) I thought I would be on the dance floor by now and doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm just like, why am I not there? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. So expectations, um, you know, every, I think, I, I think what the biggest issue is, is that a lot of people, um, they, you know, they'll Google their injury and, and the injury will say, oh, six to eight weeks um, post-op. And they're going to hold that as a... Gospel. As, yeah, yeah. Yes, as it's actually a gospel. <laughs> but as you all know that um, we've all been created and um, and how how we engage in our everyday activities is going to be completely different. So... You could have somebody that is going to only focus on their knee and they're not going to walk and they're just going to just come into therapy. They're going to do all of the exercises all day long, every day. Hence, maybe a athlete that gets therapy two or three times a day and they're just really trying to get back on the field fast versus someone that has to engage in a normal everyday life. You know, they they might um, cook, they might walk around and clean their house well. Everyone's everyday activity plays into how fast they're going to come out of injury um, and then what could be delays as well. So if you have the ability to heal fast and you might have a lot of help at the house and you want to wash dishes or, you know, clean the house or someone's um, driving you to your appointment, you could probably get back in six to eight weeks. But somebody that is also maybe they still have to go to work or maybe they have to, um, you know, do a lot more around the house. They don't have as much help. That might extend it all the way out, right? And then also, some of it's going to be age um, things. You know, as we get older, it's, it takes a little bit longer to heal. Also, previous trauma in that in that um, in that area. If if you've already had an accident or an injury in um, in that area, you still have a lot of scar tissue in there. 
and then you have to re reformat how the muscles fire. So that also would in the delay. So there's a lot of delays that could happen that Google doesn't really tell people. They just say, oh, it's six to eight weeks and you'll be fine. Well, you know, at six to eight weeks on a perfect body, textbook person, textbook surgery, um, yes, that might happen. Um, but for the most part, it could be faster and it could be um, slower. But I think what happens is when it is actually happening slower, then that's when the fear plays in. And um, so I like to tell people from initially, I'm like, hey, listen, this might take a couple of weeks. This might take a couple of months. Um, we're gonna, your actual body is going to tell us um, how long it's going to take and things that um, we could do to actually speed it up. That's the only reason why you're here is just to be able to speed up your rate of recovery and also, and also recover in a proper fashion. You know, you're saying that just um, gives me some comfort because at the beginning of our conversation, I mentioned I've had the meniscus surgery 2020 and both the bicycle and walking injuries, same leg, uh, total knee replacement, same leg. It never occurred to me that, okay, this this leg has history. Mm-hmm. And this leg remembers. <laughs> it remembers that history. And so um, that might be contributing to the rate at which I'm recovering. And that will help me to set my expectations. So I want to thank you for that. Justin, um, just coming to a closure, two points I want to address before we close is that we can't always as wonderful as you are mm-hmm. and and the treatments are and and you've given us a, your background the stellar background we have to do some work ourselves in the in-between mm-hmm. <laughs> so why is it important that Amory goes home right. <laughs> and make sure that she's um exercising and, and doing things at home. Why can't I just come in three times a week and be well? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so that's the, that, that is honestly the hardest part of doing what we, um, doing what we do is, um, is trying to get the patient to realize that you're here for an hour of a 24-hour day. Well, you're at home for 23 hours of that same day. You could undo everything that we do by the time you get home, right? So... Um, muscle is a creature of habit, right? So it's something called muscle memory. So the more that you do something, the more that your body wants to do that same exact thing. Whether it's, you know, sitting on the couch, well, it's going to want to sit down. If you are really active and you want to work out, you're like your body is used to working out. We have to now train the body to do certain things that we really wanted to do to aid in its ability to heal. The more that you do it, so if you're going at home and you're following through with the exercises, um, range of motion things, then the better off you're, you are going to be because your body now is accepting that as the new normal. But if you're only here for three hours of a week, because you're only here three, three times a week, say, well, you're at home for 20, 20, 23 hours. A lot well, of the hours. Yeah, times <laughs> uh, seven, right? So if you're not at home... Um, rein, reinforcing what we are doing here, then you can't expect to heal at the same rate as somebody that is doing it. Also, at times you have a fine window 
of when you're able to actually heal, right? Before it becomes a chronic issue. So you have acute issues and you have chronic issues. Chronic issues are things that have been in in and around and have already accepted a new muscular pattern. That's acute? That would be um, chronic. Or chronic. Yeah. chronic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cute, you could actually change within 48 to 70, 72 hours. We could actually, if we could change it, then it's just like a acute swelling, acute problem, and then we can help you out. Once it becomes a chronic issue, it's harder to actually get the body to actually change because now you're, it's like an old habit that now we have to just kind of break you guys out of. So, um, you know, doing everything that you need to do at home, the, re- the reinforcement at home will definitely speed up your recovery. Plus, it'll help you recover in the proper fashion as well. So what I hear uh, in terms of the differences between acute and chronic mm-hmm. is we have to train our bodies in terms of creating new pathways which has some relationship to the neurotransmitter neurotransmitters and the way our brain functions we have to press through pain mm-hmm. basically yeah <laughs> and pressing through the pain to a point where we get on the other side of the pain mm-hmm. where we can become fully functioning mm-hmm. so that is a mindset a mindset <laughs> shift because who wants to go towards pain? Right, right. <laughs> but like you know, and, and then and then just to piggyback off of that, um, from a biological standpoint, without getting too in in depth in that, but ninety percent of pain is processed inside the brain. So, if you don't believe something to be painful, chances are it will not be painful. Even if, even if I'm bending a certain body part really 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 far and crazy and and it normally should be painful if you don't perceive that to be pain it will not because it has to go through your brain center and it's kind of like saying like um i'm trying to give a good example of say if you drop something on your foot and like oh wow you know that didn't feel great but but you're not screaming in pain but then you look down and it's bleeding and your (laughs) foot is gushing with uh just blood now you start screaming and oh it's so it's so painful right so you know it, it's it's just the it's what you're perceiving it's it's just the it has to go through the brain center for you to acknowledge that as it being pain what about the tolerance for pain because some people can mm-hmm. tolerate more mm-hmm. than others right and that's still that's still going through the actual brain and then like medit like medit meditating and actually realizing, well, you know what, this is not pain. If you keep telling yourself that this is not pain, you will never feel the true pain of it. It's kinda of like child uh child childbirth people, oh, do your Lamaze breathing. All that is is just saying, Okay, concentrate on breathing, don't concentrate on the pain and you won't be as much pain. And that's as simple as it is. It and that's how you know it's it's ninety percent from definition from phys- from physiologically, um from it's ninety percent has to be processed through that ten percent would whether you feel it like whether you whether you conceive that to be painful or not you will still feel it. I know I keep saying this is the last thing, but <laughs> I have one more thing because this is so good. This is so so good. Um, what I hear you saying is that in terms of our own healing, we have a certain amount of control. Yes. Of what we can experience. I want to go back because I'm receiving physical therapy from you, but I've also received 
on the other side, uh, from your experience and, and your um, skill set as a chiropractor mm-hmm. and the realignment of my spine and my body. So how does, if you would comment briefly, how does realignment, and, and for those of you who've never been to a chiropractor, you need to try it. <laughs> you stand up really straight and your body gets long. How does that benefit the body? And maybe how does it connect to a person's experience with pain? Right. So it's just, um, so basically if you're perfectly aligned, which is very hard to do, but, um, but that's where we are coming into um, play. It's just one less thing that your body has to try to deal with as far as getting itself back into homeostasis. So your actual body wants to have everything functioning completely and and early, possibly and probably how it's supposed to be, right? So if you're not able, if say if you have your cervical spine, which is going to be your neck, and say if your body realizes, wow, you know what, this person's spine is a little bit off, well, that's energy that has to go to that area to to actually try to heal that area. That's less energy that you have the ability to heal from an absolute knee injury. So, like the like the best I could say is if you are, say you're on this emotional high and something great happened to you throughout the day, and you just then someone cuts you off. You're like, oh, you know, this guy cut this guy cut me off. I'm not happy about it, but it's not ruining your day. Say you just got into a really bad argument at work or something like that. Now that person cuts you off. Well, now you're trying to pull over and run and run the guy off the road. It's just if you have compounded, or, right? So if you're just starting yourself with the most optimal state, it's easier to to actually keep yourself in that most optimal state and for yourself to shrug off injuries. If you are already hampered by a spinal issue and don't really realize it, or you're or you're sick, or you're coming, or you're coming down with something, the more triggers that your body has to try to have to fight, has less energy to try to heal, and that's how it is. So, so if I have a hundred percent barrel full of of uh, of energy to heal, throughout the day I'm taking energy to solve this argument with the boss. Um, my spine's out. Um, I didn't eat that well, so now I'm throwing energy energy in my in my digestive center, uh, system to try to, to try to compound that well I might be left with 10 with 10 percent to heal so that goes into how long it's going to take you to heal from a from any injury and that's why they always say athletes heal their fastest but that's their job they have nothing else to wor- worry about they're just all day every day focusing only on that they're not worried about anything else it puts a new spin on the term self-care Mm-hmm. Because from our conversation today, we've talked about the mental aspect mm-hmm. in terms of triggers and our brain being familiar with certain pathways. Mm-hmm. And for healing, we need to create new ones or, or break away from that pattern. Our bodies are the same in terms of we have to take responsibility mm-hmm. for ourselves as well as going and seeking help from doctors such as yourself, and also understanding the flow of energy 
And for those of you who are afraid of that word, I know some faith believers will say, what is all this energy about? Well, that's for another <laughs> another episode of our podcast. But our body does have energy and Kara's energy. And all of this is working together as a human system to make us who we are. Dr. McKinney, I want to, or Dr. Sean. (laughs) (laughs) It's Dr. Sean now. (laughs) Dr. Sean, I would love uh, to thank you for your time today. Before you go, you have other, uh, at least two other people in in your practice, in, in addition to your amazing front office staff. You have another doctor, and, mm-hmm. and also I, I call her the stretchologist. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we have um, we have Ali. She does stretching, um, professional stretching. If you've never had that done, you definitely have to try that. That is amazing. Um, and then also we have uh, Doctor Horn, and he's here. He does physical therapy as well as Cairo, and um, and then and I guess like the last thing that I could you know I think to sum it all up for me would be that. Um, that where whatever doctors that you guys go to, just always remember that they are facilitators of health. They are not deliverers of health. So they're only there to facilitate your body's own ability, its innate ability to heal itself. And if you're asking someone to deliver you health, that's never going to work out. And that's this kind of like sums it all up as far as you having to take onus and do your exercises and lean, and live a very clean life, whether it's mentally, physically, uh, spiritually, all that comes into play of your ability to heal and feel healthy. You just preached the whole world word. <laughs> <laughs> the world and the word. Facilitators of health, not deliverers of health, which means that I have some say so, I can take my power back and I have some control in terms of my own healing. So I am empowered to do that. So thank you so much. We are going to close out here. I just want everyone to know we are changing our lives one day at a time. Imagine that.